Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, we have a big announcement. Dun, dun, dun. Should we drum roll this? So we said that 2023 is a really big year for Snow the Goalie, the only Flyers podcast. And now 2024 will be a bigger one. Why? Because we can now announce that we are going to be going on the road. We are going on the road with our friends over at Philly Sports Trips. Yes, Philly Sports Trips. So this March, we are going to be running a trip. You can see the URL on there. I'll add it to the description of the episode. We didn't want to spoil it ahead of time. Um, But we are going to be running a trip from March 7th to the 10th. It just so happens that your team, your town, your Philadelphia Flyers are going to be playing in Tampa Bay. And the Phillies have spring training in Clearwater. Uh, So we are going to be running a trip that is going to be both games. So it'll be a Phillies game on a Friday and a Flyers game on a Saturday. So whether you're a Flyers fan who happens to like the Phillies or a Phillies fan who happens to like the Flyers or you're indifferent about one or you're passionate about, it doesn't matter. Passionate about both. Passionate about both. If you're the big hockey fan in your house, but the other person is a big Phillies fan and doesn't care about hockey, look, we've now created the best of both worlds. So you head over to philliesportstrips.com slash trips slash snow the goalie, and you can learn more about the trip. It's, uh, it's going to be really exciting. We've got uh, all uh, it's direct, direct round-trip flights, all of the transfers to and from the airport, to and from the game. Uh, we're at a hotel right across the street uh, from Clearwater Beach. It's going to be a blast. We're going to have a meet-and-greet, and I've also been told that there's a chance that we could have um, some meet-and-greet elements to this that have not yet been announced. Correct that we are going to work on, uh, and it might not just have to do with the Flyers. It could have uh, a Phillies element to it as well. So we're, yes. we're working on that. And it's, so, uh, you know, it's all three of us. Bundy's coming too. So it's not just, it's not just me and Russ. Bundy will be there as well. Um, so you'll be hanging out with, with, uh, with all three of us. Yep. Um, and like Russ says, you fly down Thursday, um, Friday afternoon Phillies game, um, Saturday night Flyers game. Um, and so, th- so you, Saturday afternoon, you, you got the day for yourself. You could either go to the beach. You could get let's another. Let's go to the you, beach. You, beach. You, let's if go. If you want to go beach. to the, another Phillies game, you can. They're home also on Saturday as well. Um, right. That we gave, we left one to leave that one open as an optional day for for everybody. Um, and then one either depending whether depending on the time of the flight, it's either going to be Thursday night or Friday night. It's going to be the welcome party that we're going to have with everybody. We're going to hang out with everybody. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, there will be other could be other elements attached. Um, so, yeah, definitely, definitely a really cool trip. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, very exciting stuff. We're very much looking forward to it. We hope you'll uh, consider coming down to join us uh, down in Florida, down in the Sunshine State. So, yeah. Hey, this is Keith Jones, the president of Hockey Operations of the Flyers. Hi, I'm Paul Holmgren. Hey, I'm Travis Konechny. Hi, this is Travis Sennon. Hi, I'm Joel Farabee. Hey, I'm Scott Lawton. This is Dan Helferty. Hi. This is Bob Clark. And you're listening to Snow the Goalie. 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 Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about the uh, the holiday season. All right? There are ups and there are downs. And sometimes, <coughs> sometimes you go to the Christmas tree and there's a, uh, a box, an Xbox box. And sometimes the Xbox is inside, and sometimes it's empty. 
And tonight, it was empty. Flyers lose 4-2. to If you had the uh, under, I think that just blew up in your face uh, on that last goal. 2.5 left or whatever it was, yeah. two seconds. Yep. I heard uh, I heard a few expletives up uh, up here outside the Snow the Goalie Sportsbook. Some people who very clearly had the under in this game. Um, Flyers lose. Really, it, it was a 3-2 game. Um, a late goal in the third period, and then, of course, the uh, the empty net to, to close it out. Bundy, how do you view what happened there in the third? It was a game up for grabs, Russ. And, uh, you know, again, like I, I've just seen some of the comments here. We appreciate them, uh, as always, at the end of every every game. And uh, disappointed, to be honest with you. you know, and It's funny when you get treated to what they've gone through and what they've done at 7-0-2 or whatever the record was. Um, you know, I mean, you're not going to win every night. You're not yeah. going to win every night in, in overtime, and you're not certainly not going to get them in regulation. But, you know, I think the good thing you take out of this is that it was a Western Conference uh, team. The two points doesn't hurt you. I just wanted to keep climbing. It's been a lot of fun, and um, yeah. and certainly, you, you know, you head out uh, head out tonight for a game uh, in Detroit tomorrow. Um, I, listen, I mean, you're going to hit games like this. It's just the way it is, and yeah. I don't think they played bad. I thought it was a pretty even game. I do think the Preds really outplayed the Flyers in the third period, though. They really had a lot of the quality ice. Uh, they made a lot of closer, quick support passes. Um, and I just thought that I thought a lot of the really good players uh, in the third were really good. Like Ryan O'Reilly, I thought, was instrumental for them in the third just in terms yeah. of coverage, making quick plays. Um, Forsberg was good. They, but they had other guys as well that were that really chipped in. And uh, this was a game that was evenly played, I thought. It was it was not like one side dominated. It, was, it, it got late. And uh, Nashville got an opportunistic goal uh, in tight on Urson. And uh, Flyers not able to capitalize on, on the almost six on five chances. But, uh, you know, they've had, they've had chances where those goals have gone in. But tonight was not the night. 4-2 uh, finals. We said Nashville gets the, uh, the fourth goal with a... Uh, kind of a uh, you know breakaway empty netter uh, yeah. with no time left and and that sealed it but it was essentially a 3-2 hockey game I don't like losing in the last four minutes of a game when you kept it there but um, again this team is, has shown a lot of promise a lot of poise they don't quit they didn't quit again tonight they just got scored on and and, and that's the way the flow of the game goes sometimes so it'll be interesting to see what Tort says if he comes out quick and uh, not not a lot to be shamed of here at all no. not nothing at all I mean it's just that's just the way it goes it is. Uh, looking to see where we're at with the uh, the wonderful Snow the Goalie and Press Row Show listeners and viewers. Their thoughts here on the game. Uh, ECW and WWF says, is this the first time they've lost in a revenge game scenario? I believe it is. It, it is, yeah. And uh, I, I um, that is absolutely correct. Because I remember that uh, the super fan Eric, our friend of the show as well, was telling us tonight that, oh, you know, they got a chance to, to do yep. it again. And uh, so that, that uh, becomes... Um, uh, kind of prevalent but again that's you know when you think about the flyers in that game in nashville they were down two nothing yep and they ended up coming back to get the point in, in overtime and that was certainly a, a a super effort by the flyers even getting out of nashville with one point they lost in overtime i believe in yeah. that game yeah uh eric berkey with a, a pretty astute point here flyers were out flyered in the third got outworked haven't said that uh that much this year i think oh. Nashville just yeah. had a better third period. They did. They had a good third they, period. Yeah. They seemed they seemed to be more willing to go after 50-50 pucks. They this was their probably their I don't want to say it was a the worst third period, but this was their the it, third period that was the one that they didn't get after. It wasn't up to their standard. And and Nashville got after it. They really did. Listen, the Predators were coming off a bad home loss last outing for them. This was their next game. So I think when you look at a game like this, 
uh, you have to look at how good a team Nashville is. And certainly they have veterans in there. They're going to say, hey, guys, the old adage, when you lose one, um, we don't lose two in a row. Yeah. And so they have to keep that intact. The Flyers have been rolling. It's hard to continue rolling like that. Yeah. <laughs> Some of these comments. I wanted to. I, I just want to point this out. Phantom sixty seven sent us a Canadian dollar. Is it the dollar in Canada? Yeah. Canadian dollar uh, super chat to wish us a merry Christmas. Really? We've never had a Canadian uh, currency super chat before. Well, that's really well, thank really you, Phantom nice. Phantom sixty seven. Very that. kind of you. We'll I figure mean, something nice to do with that. Uh, thank with you. those funds. So thank you, Phantom sixty seven. Very nice. That's really really generous. Thank you so much. All right. Let, um. Yeah, the power. So Here, I mean, again, here, here's the, the thing about the power play. But that's the story again. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, ultimately, um, at the end of the night, that becomes a story, and I don't want it to be a story. But listen, well, it certainly is. Though. I mean, but they—I don't know what they're doing with the personnel. If they're trying to tick other guys off or to try to motivate them, but like Risto's on the power play, it doesn't belong there. I—that would be like saying you put me on a power play. I have enough to say I wasn't on a power play because I shouldn't have been. Yeah, um, they have other guys on it too that I'm—I'm—I'm. I'm, I'm, I, I don't get it. Are they just thinking, well, it's, you know, it's not working with this, whatever their semblance of skill is, so we're just going to we're gonna just play it out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, it's, it's just it's, it's bizarre that it just this team has had the success it has with the power of play deterrence that seems to hamper it every single – I mean, they had a five-minute power play. They ended up taking two minutes. And then but they even, ended up they ended up taking a penalty. And they, that's what I mean. They took yeah. a penalty to cancel off two minutes, gave the other team a thirty second power play out of it. But at the same time, the power play did nothing anyway. Yep. And so you know, again, funny I, they're they're in a situation where it's not even like being hyperbolic at this point. It it's legitimate. They feel like a more dangerous team, a more likely team to score on the PK than they do on the power play. I would. They get better I, chances. Yeah. They look more engaged. They're, they're a, an overall more dangerous. There was a funny comment that I don't think we got to pull up during uh, one of the, I think it was during the second period. And somebody said, uh, is there a chance that the next time the Flyers are awarded a power play, they can say thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> that goes back to the bad, bad power play teams. Yep. Nah, you know what? Um, well, we, can we give it back? <laughs> yeah. You know, yep. um, all right, let's see if we can answer some of these questions here and, and share in the, uh, the post game with our fans. HC says, I haven't seen an official retirement from Bundy. I mean, you I, talked I, about I, it on the morning I, after the other I, day, but was there official I, paperwork filed with the it, NHLPA? That's official now. Okay. I just did it now. All right, well, that's important. All right, so it's done. Um, here you go. Matt Ryan. Bundy, which defenseman would you put yeah. on the point for each of the two units? Yeah. Um, I would actually put... York with Couturier on one of the on the point. Really, I've had. I think he's been up there before. I'm trying. I don't know what Anthony did with his computer here, but and then I think the other one would probably be just based on personnel. I would go with Walker and Sanheim, I guess, as a second unit. Yeah, Sanheim always made sense on the power play. Listen, it's if I, like I think he has he has enough ability. He has good size. He's like a I, second power play guy. Yeah. Okay, and that's fine. He's a sec. There's a difference, Russ. Sure. A huge difference. So that would be my guess. I don't have a problem putting the four back. What I don't want, I don't want like a Cam Atkinson back on the point. Yeah. Because then you really become deficient in terms of your defense. Yes. And that I don't want. So I want somebody back there that's responsible. It can handle the puck. Maybe I. I mean, have they? I don't even know if they've tried Coots on the point. 
don't know. Do something. I yeah. mean, it's, you know, I mean, again, you need it to keep you in some games, especially the second half. Or you just need one power play goal some games just to, you know, get you or keep your head above water. Listen, I'm not saying that you fire Rocky Thompson. I'm not saying See that, you guys. You, uh, Merry Christmas. that you, you send him to the gulag, right? No. Rocky Thompson. But he's, he's also but got in, limited personnel well, to work with. That's true. However, it's a bad unit. And they, they keep rolling out personnel that don't exactly make sense in, in those spots. Now, I'm not saying, like, yes, there is the point that you don't have the appropriate or the, the, the requisite skill to be a top 10 power play, top 15, but I think there's enough talent on this team that you shouldn't be 31st in the league. It's I mean, if you have an even a slightly subpar power play, this team probably has four or five more wins. Like, the fact yeah. that they've been able to win despite having such a bad power play is insane. I always feel like things wash themselves out somehow. You think so? I mean, if you're telling me right now this team would have 23 wins, I mean... Who's to say? With a, with a good power play. Tonight, I, I they, they would have won tonight. No, so there's but. one. <laughs> Just need to get four more. What's well, hard to... Don't expect me to come here with uh, with logic and, and data. You know, I got to tell everybody... On the press show post The rest of game ends tonight. And Russ looks at me and Anthony goes... A rustache does it again. Yep, I said the rustache. It's it's over six and zero. Could have gone to seven and zero. Now I don't know. There's a little bit of shadow here, so maybe this maybe this doesn't count. No, I think it does. It's very sad. So we're waiting to see if the coach comes out here. Uh, yeah. The elf took his outfit off. Uh, yeah, we have to have that conversation really quickly. No we'll get back to the comments in a like, second. We have fans here that were coming out. The elf should have been there greeting everybody and saying good night. Well, we have to talk first about the fact that Anthony's a fraud. Okay. Because Anthony's up here feeling jolly in his Christmas sweater, right? He wants the attention. He stands up. He does the full 360 spin before the game where he's showing the, you know, the reindeer's butt on the back of his sweater. And then they're getting ready to go down. And I look over, and, and Anthony goes, well, I can't. I can't. You know how he gets exasperated. Like, oh, I can't. I can't wear this down there for the press conference. I can't. I can't. I'm like, well, it's a Christmas sweater. Why can't you do that? He's like, I'm a journalist. Get out of here. So what? So he's really start, so that would dictate what he starts taking off the Christmas sweater. And then I go, how are you going to ask intern Andrew to go down dressed as Buddy the Elf? And you're not even going to wear the Christmas sweater. So we go back and forth a little bit. And now ultimately they lose. So we told intern Andrew he doesn't have to dress up as Buddy the Elf for torts unless the Flyers win. So they lost. So he took the Elf costume off. We were very disappointed and sad. But I blame Anthony. I think it was actually Anthony's fault. I do. I blame Anthony for this loss. He should never, ever, like, get confused by thinking that, like, writers and reporters are sophisticated dressers. That's exactly right. It's awful. Although, in fairness, you do get a lot of writers. They show up in their suits that are not the right size. We don't have to go there. You ever seen them? It's unbelievable. Don't get me started now on the... The suits. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like, it looked like some of them wear, like, ones that are, like, four times too big for them. There are times that, like, over the years that I've been... Because, like, you know, I, I usually, I usually wear... I usually wear, like, you know, slacks, khakis, whatever. But I would go over there a couple of years ago, and I'd wear, like, a nice sweater, and I'd wear jeans. And I got such weird looks when I started doing games. And I'm looking at these people, and I'm like, you're wearing, like, the Burlington Coat Factory double clearance, you know, six sizes too big suit. Does that really look better than wearing clothes that fit appropriately? I don't know. I don't know who's to say. I don't know. I think Anthony should have worn it down there today. Look at that stave. Russ shaved the stash. He'd look young enough to sit on Santa's lap. I don't know if that's true. I don't. I don't want to sit on Santa's lap if uh, if Ant is Santa. In fairness, 
Uh, Man, says, I really wanted arrest, this win. I wanted this win tonight for Andrew. I did. I, people are talking about it. <laughs> All right, you know what? Um, Andrew gets a pass tonight, says uh, Andrew Fawcett. Big violation on Ant to the penalty box. Feel shame. I agree. We need to come up with a punishment for Anthony. I think that I think that's awful. Um, I, I, I do feel bad that they didn't win this game. I do you had a too. full house. You're about to go into the Christmas Christmas weekend, right? And to walk away and not get this win. You know, I, stinks. I lo- you know what I love, though, with this is that they actually had a um, – this was the best crowd of the year in terms of the amount of people. Yes. Uh, I would still say the craziest crowd of the year, Russ, so far. Vegas? Oh, here we go. Oh, here we here. go. Let, we'll see if the audio works. Every other – shift when you go out after getting out to the power play or penalty kill, does it kind of, a lot of the guys, Morgan said it, kind of the flow of the game gets disrupted. Do you Both feel, teams. yes, do you feel like that kind of what happened in there in the second period? Ugly game. Penalties disjointed. Both teams had good minutes. Both teams had bad minutes. It comes down to the end as far as situational play. We're going to have to learn, and this is a part of our game I think we need to get better at because we have turned our team around into a more of a transition type team, but we're going to have to forecheck sometimes. And there's no reason for us to be turning a puck over less than five minutes left instead of the way they were stacking the neutral zone. They were more patient than we were. That's what cost us the game at the end. Morgan did say a few minutes ago that he felt like the forecheck just was non-existent tonight. Was that, in terms of what you saw, was that more what they weren't doing in the offensive zone or were the problems further up ice moving up against our speed? It's stubbornness. They, Nashville, they checked. They gave us a clinic on checking. And we were talking about all of us. We're talking about all game long. We have to get it in deep. We're not getting through clean. They're not opening up. And we're holding on towards the end there. They, they, I think they had the better of the play in that third period. We're holding on, and we just can't keep it simple. We have to try to beat people. It's, it's basically a one-on-four. And it's, it's just it's stubbornness. It's a, it's a lesson that we learned. But this team is going to have to forecheck in certain time. When this league gets going at the end of Christmas, after the holiday, that's when the grind starts coming in. If we think we're going to be this high-flying transition team, spreading, stretching, and not forecheck, we're in for a rude awakening. We found that out tonight. You talked about year two, as you said, wanting to add more transition. Is it tough to remind them like that you also have to grind and forecheck like we did last year? We're, we're, we're trying to remind them. Sometimes it takes a little time to get it in their heads. I, I hope they learn their lesson pretty quick tonight because that's what costs us. Despite the loss tonight, did you learn, have you learned anything about Sam starting five games in a row? Well, Sam's played very well. Played well again tonight. Uh, yeah, he, he has grown as a goalie. Very important position for us in this team. Sometimes when things are going really well, you, you, the, the, the issues like tonight, with the forecheck have been cropping up a little bit sooner. Had you seen this previously? Yes. Yeah, like the New Jersey game. Yes. Yeah. We're going to have to, especially, I'm telling you, in January and February, you're going to have to win games different ways because uh, it gets clamped down. And, uh, and we can't, we, we know how to forecheck. Uh, sometimes it just gets good to you sometimes as far as the style of play, and you forget about the grind. We got checked into the ice tonight. Still, I thought we handled ourselves through most of the game because it went back and forth with all the penalties. It's really hard to get a read of the game. But when it comes down into late in the third period, two blinks first, and we blinked a number of times. And we didn't give ourselves a chance to win. 
one or two more. Morgan Frost talked to the other night about how he's been playing more free lately and he feels a little more free in his game. Are you seeing that with the great guys with his ability out there? I mean, I think he's set up the he had the goal, set so up the other goal. He's made some plays. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna right now, Jack. I don't feel like individual players. He's made some plays. You guys obviously yeah. play one more game before the Christmas break. How important is tomorrow's game? It's such Every a game. Important. But how important is it to get beneficial things going to after the Christmas break? We're just gonna go play. Try to find our way. Thanks, Jack. And we are back. John Tortorella had a lot to say. I got something there, that ball on my head there is falling in my eye. I like what Tort said, Russ. I mean, because it's true. It's what we've been talking about. You can get away sure. with certain things in November, December, but when the games start getting a little kookier uh, after the new year and games become richer and there's a lot more layers to what you see defensively from teams, you've got to work puzzles through the neutral zone. You've got to figure ways to come out of your zone. And the most important thing, you've got to establish a forecheck. Yeah. If you're going to play the kind of game he wants you to play, you have got to be able to get in on the puck, get body, and then keep the other team hemmed in. That's what we talked about before the game. Uh, actually, we might have been with Jason just saying like how important it is to and how hard it is to keep uh, to play defense. Yeah. And if you can keep another team hemmed in down in there, and that's what you want to do, and that's how you wear teams out. He uh, he's mentioned the last few days talking about um, um, how you know how there's you have to find different ways to win and, yeah. and I liked Anthony's question. He goes, "Have you seen this stuff creeping in?" He's like, "Yes," and it's probably going back to New Jersey a little bit. And it's we, probably been a a coaching point it since is. then. Yeah, and, and clearly the frustration that he has you, is that it's been highlighted before. You can't teach it though until the wheels come off. Yeah, unfortunately, you can sit there and tell guys be careful of this, but until you lose. And then you, you say, oh, okay, it makes a little bit more. Believe me, yeah. there's a lot of guys you have to really work with on video and, <laughs> and having them understand. It's not like some guys are just really attentive and they get it, and there's other guys that don't get it. It's like going to work. You got really bright guys, and then some of them that take a little longer. <laughs> I hey, I can tell you, I think that's true. I, like, that's I, true. I, well, I mentioned during one of the other missions, I saw a bunch of the teachers from my, uh, my hometown middle school, and a lot of them are smart. And then one, um, I'm not totally sure. I asked him about who were some of the older teachers because I'm trying to figure out if any of them were, were ones that I had. And he looked at me. He's like, yeah. And I, was like, and I looked at the Miller Light in his hand, and I went, yep. That's, that's the Schuylkill County I know. So they anyway. Got, they got, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't awful tonight. They just didn't get – they could yeah. have gotten – held it for a few more minutes, maybe gotten the point, maybe double up the – you know, get the two in overtime. But it didn't happen. And they didn't, they didn't, um, they didn't play the way that we'd seen them play. Um, there is a consistent point that Torts had earlier today. I think it was Kevin Kurtz asked him about uh, if if he views the team as a playoff team, and immediately Torts said, "It's way too early for that. Like I haven't even begun to think about that. You're 31 games into the season. Like now is not the time to think about the yeah, playoffs. There's 50 and games he, left." And he now. said, "We won't know what this team is until the end of January." That's what he said earlier today. And then you hear him in this post game presser, and he says, "What?" You have to figure out ways to win in January and in February. So, like, clearly, he is of the belief that what we have seen to this point maybe isn't fool's gold, but it still needs to be proven. It has to be proven over a longer period of time. The one good thing that they have going for them is that they have a ton of games in this building in January. They do. It's like an absurd number. I think it's 11. I want to say they have 11 home games. We're going to be down here a lot. We're going to have a very, very busy month of January. 
Listen, they um, we'll get to those games. Russ, they head to Detroit tomorrow. That'll be a Detroit team reeling a little bit. Um, that'll be an interesting game. Yes. Um, and a game that, quite frankly, if you're a good team, you want to get right back on the horse. 100%. That's their last game. So tomorrow, tomorrow's game against Detroit is their final game until uh, after Christmas. Mm-hmm. We will figure out if we're doing a morning after show, because that'll be Saturday morning if we're going to do one. If we do, it won't be out. It, it won't, won't be, be mongrel early. hours, no. no. It won't be mongrel. No chance. No uh, chance. So we'll, we'll let you know about that, and uh, otherwise we'll tell you guys and everybody, our listeners, uh, Merry Christmas. We hope to be with you on the weekend, but if we're not, I just want to say Merry Christmas. You guys make our job so easy and so much fun because we feel the encouragement that we get from you guys and, and gals, and we love it. Absolutely. And so thank you so much for being with us this year, again, the whole year. And uh, we, uh, we look forward to tomorrow night's game, but we look forward to the second half of the season being with you guys too. And one thing we'll say, we may not win every night, but we're going to have fun every night. And that's something that we've made a pretty concerted effort of doing, I certainly think. I tonight mean, we had, we tonight was an, insane. We had an Elfrida poem tonight. We had an Elfrida poem. We met a man, uh, LD Hockey, right, who uh, came up from – he said Southern from te- Tennessee. Su- Tennessee? Yeah. Southern Middle Tennessee. Former season ticket holder, wanted to come back, came up to see us He said here. he was up here to see family, yep. up, up in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. to see family. And he said, and then I said, you know what? I'm going to buy tickets to the Flyers game. Not to see the Flyers, but to come up and meet us. Yeah, it's so cool. And, and so spend cool. some time together up here at the uh, outside the Snow the Goalie Sportsbook. I think we speak sports English. I think a lot of people get it. There's no BS. That's no, true. We don't like any kind of woke stuff in sports. We don't want to, you know, we, we, we say it how it is. We don't, we don't scatter our opinions. The facts don't care about your feelings. That's correct. That's we right. We, we report, you decide. That's right. What other cliches can we throw out Russ, there? Merry Christmas to you too, hey, buddy. Merry and Christmas Anthony, to you. We better get out of here before he comes back. I know. We have a bunch of people uh, wishing Merry Christmas and everything and uh, hope everybody has a, a wonderful weekend. Uh, if you're celebrating Christmas, Merry Christmas. And, and we will be back uh, maybe Saturday with a morning after show. And if not, if not, if we don't talk to you until after Christmas, enjoy. We'll talk to you later next week. So for Bundy, for Ant, for intern Andrew, who honestly was a magisterial oh, elf. Legend. Majestic. Ma- majestic elf. Except he took it off. Make sure you go uh, read about this, by the way. The, uh, the trip down to Florida. Oh, the a, great, back. a great gift. Oh, the elf is back. We got to go. All right, everybody, All right, have a great rest of Merry your night. Christmas. We'll talk to you soon. Back. We'll tell them. Bye. All right, bye.